Welcome to SKU Talks. We are your one-stop shop for all things e-commerce. While I tend to skew towards Amazon, no pun intended, our guests come from all sorts of professional backgrounds, and I'd like to think there's something in here for everyone. Thanks for joining. All right, ladies and gents, welcome back to SKU Talk. Today we have Robert Hunt. Um, Robert is the senior manager, I believe it's, uh, what do you see, partnerships and B2B? Absolutely. Yes, I, uh, I do manage the partnerships and I manage the B2B and B2B2C channels here at Dulco International in Bohemia, New York. Beautiful. Bohemia, not honor in Long Island. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Robert and I were talking yeah, that... and he, he explained to me the difference between being on Long Island and in Long Island because the only people that are in Long Island are buried. He's on Long Island because that's a mistake that I would be inclined to make. So that's the first thing I learned today. <laughs> uh, so Robert, share some of that Long Island wisdom with you. <laughs> Beautiful. Just to start off, um, why don't you tell us a little bit more about Zolco International? You guys are definitely, especially as far as the Amazon space goes, it's definitely a really unique type of business. Uh, so the high level about what Zolco does would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, primarily, we're a manufacturer of surgical and dental instrumentation. Uh, it's a commodity item. Uh, so when you talk about steel, you're you're just shaping it to what the market demands, uh, and that's what we're able to do. Um, beyond that, the value prop and uh, business is really supply chain. Uh, so being able to manufacture these goods, ensure uh, quality uh, at our factories overseas, double-checking everything when they get here, and ensuring our partners that we're able to meet their needs uh, is has really been the focus of the business since it started uh, in 94. We're approaching our 30th anniversary right now, and I'm happy to uh, join the band to uh, make it louder. Happy to join the band to make it louder. I'm stealing that. That to me, I mean, this this type of this type of product as it relates to e-commerce is so interesting because I mean, reviews are the lifeblood of e-commerce, just as yeah. it is, right? And yeah. a review on a product like this is a probably hard to generate, but b like you can't you don't buy a three and a half star surgical grade equipment product right right like, yeah i'm sure it'll work yeah i mean it's a little dull and we've had some bad experiences but it'll do the trick like that you have to be as close to flawless as possible for this to be a product that's anywhere near worth purchasing right so i i think it's such an interesting sort of e-commerce brand to be to be involved with but let me back up a little bit just because I sure. want to talk a little bit more about you and then we'll dive more into Zolkol. So tell, tell me a little bit just about your background, how you got started, and then how, how yeah. you wound up with Zolko. Yeah, so um, to, to go back you know, further than I'd like to say, uh, I got my bachelor's and master's degree in communication arts uh, from the New York Institute of Technology. Uh, it was one of those majors where I'm not quite sure where I'm going. When I graduate, I just knew that I like TV, I like radio, I like being a part of the school yep. newspaper and the radio station and the, and the blogging uh, that we started there. Um, I found myself at MTV Networks for a little while, um, but then That's eventually it. settled back here on Long Island and said, you know, there's a lot of opportunity here on the island. I don't need to spend three hours on a train and a subway uh, to make, you know, less than my worth. So I'm back yeah. here on the island. I found some opportunity in the B2B space. I've been doing technology sales for over 15 years, um, and then I kind of worked through sales and marketing, leveraging all the tools I had in my toolbox. So video editing, podcasting, uh, relationship building. Yeah, just uh, just a lot of what I had in my toolbox uh, to, to bring it to. Uh, Intentional pun or was that accidental? No, I, I think I developed those <laughs> tools very well in school. 
Um, and I, I really like tools. Now you sell the tools. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> different set, different set of tools. I use my tools to sell these tools. Perfect. Um, <laughs> so when I was in technology sales, you know, a, a lot of the consolidation has been done. I'm sure you're aware of Zoom uh, during the pandemic. Uh, we're using video conferencing software right now. I was selling video yeah. conferencing hardware for the Coca-Cola company. Uh, so I was selling Got them uh, video conference units all around the world. So Costa Rica wants to connect to Israel, connect to their campus in Atlanta. I was their guy on the back end supporting it. I was the guy selling the products. I found myself at a crossroads in technology when I realized that the margins were razor thin, the big fish were eating little fish, and it really wasn't a place for personal growth anymore. You know, every company has the cybersecurity outfits, the IT companies really trying to find a way in and convince leadership that you need these tools to succeed. I took a step back, I reevaluated what I was doing, and my wife is a physical therapist for special needs children. She's got her doctorate, she's one of the best people that I know, but I, I envied her so much in that she was contributing to society in a real meaningful way. Like it was real tangible. You're able to see the support system yep. flourish around these kids. So I said, okay, yep. I, I don't have my doctorate. I'm, I'm not a doctor. You know, uh, this isn't my, my gift, but help? let me, how can I help? Yeah, exactly. So um, I, I had some conversations with the leadership here and I was really digging with what they were doing. And my experience is providing value in marketing and sales. So it's relationship building, it's being a good middleman, which in, in my opinion is the key to all good business. So when I saw that they had a product that they were looking to move, they were looking to get to their core business after the pandemic, you know, bubble burst. Essentially, you know, we were huge into PPE, we were huge into supplying these anemic supply chains during the pandemic. And now that we're out of it, it's okay, back to business. Yeah. So here we are. We got rock and marketplaces, you know, Shopify powered on eBay, on Amazon, on Walmart, and they're killing it there, but it's onesie twosies. You know what I mean? The, the wholesale customers are really where it's at for a commodity yeah. item. So right. like I said, we're, 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 we're pushing metal. So what, what we got to yeah. do is we got to shape it. You know, we got to polish it. We got to package it up and ship it out. Um, but in order to do that, you need those relationships. You need to build trust. You need to be able to say. You make sure oh, every individual unit works as well as the rest. Like there's, there's such a slim margin for error, obviously. I mean, it's non-existent, really. Exactly. I'm, I'm dealing with a, a distributor right now, and their CEO is their chief dental officer as well. Uh, I'm not going to mention yeah. any names here, um, but they want to see samples. So I need to go yeah. back to the warehouse and you know, ensure that we're sending them the highest quality items that are in the marketplace and whatever we're, you know, leading with is representative of our company and our best foot forward. Uh, yep. So this isn't a piece of technology. You get some massage into a marketplace. You can't say this is what's on the roadmap. You know, you buy a yeah. piece of, you buy a piece of metal, you buy a tool, you want it to work. And that's totally. the business that we're in. You need it to work. I mean, it's, there's again, no, no room for error. And it's such an interesting mix seemingly because while the sales and, and what you're talking about regarding wholesale and, you know, it's largely happening online, but you don't have, it's interesting because this, this has to require a good amount of in-person work as well, right? Like, it's just so physical, this is so personal, this is so like, not like a, you know, here's what the product probably looks like, it's made in China, just ship it to this warehouse, I never see it, set it and forget it type mm-hmm. of business. Like, this is, this. I mean, for lack of a better term, it's surgical, it's precise. Like, it has to be, like, incredibly on point if, if you guys are going to succeed as a business. So, I mean, it sounds difficult, but it's definitely, it's definitely interesting. Yeah. A uh, shout out to my buddy Nada here. He's our in-house graphic designer and photographer. 
you know, when you represent a stainless steel tool, you need to do it right. And not many photographers can take a tool and make it look like it does in, in real life. And not is right. able to do that. And he's representing our products very well. You know, we have thousands of SKUs here. And they're all over Amazon under different brands. Some are dental, some are surgical, uh, some are, you know, beauty and barbershops. You know, so yep. we scissors, we sell thermostats, we sell forceps. Um, yep. So he's able to really represent our brand and the products that we sell uh, to really at the highest level. Um, yep. I wouldn't offshore this effort. Um, he's in-house. He's right next door to me. And uh, he's been a tremendous asset. And to be honest, I don't know oh, doing great. we're we're on the trajectory to grow. Um, we wouldn't be on that trajectory if it wasn't for our e-commerce team, awesome. including our photographer and graphic designer. That's awesome. So I guess in that same vein, then, I mean, that, that, that's a component. Well, I didn't even think about that, but that's incredibly important. So from your perspective, like what, how do you approach marketing in this industry just overall? Trust and relationships is what I start with. It's, you know, getting your foot in the door. Um, when I first started B2B, you know, used to be able to send a cold email, make a cold call, do a little business. And, you know, that was it. And then one touch, one touch turned into three return to five and now you're yeah. running sequences that are mixed channels you're reaching out to them by phone by email by linkedin by facebook uh and yeah. you want to make sure that you are persistent because if there isn't a need today maybe maybe the available availability to do business is two weeks from now or two months from now or maybe a year from yeah. now and how do you think amazon as a platform i mean this is it's a very it, it does, you don't like immediately connect those dots in your head, right? About how right. Amazon would even potentially be involved in a business like this. Like, as you mentioned, it's relationships, it's referrals, it's this is what this person uses and that person uses. It's in person. It has to be, you know, such a high quality. So, how, how yeah. does Amazon even fit in? Amazon fits in. It's, you know, we, you can't have a conversation about really buying anything without mentioning Amazon. And I don't know if it's going to be that case maybe two, three years from now. Even Bezos said, you know, a brand lasting 30 years is relatively unheard of. You know, you got the Sears of the world, you got the Ford yeah. Motor Companies, um, but not many brands live beyond 30 years. And we're right at that, that you know, that precipice to, to yeah. recognize Amazon at that powerhouse. You know, we're currently investing time and resources into looking at uh, TikTok as, as a marketplace. Um, because that's another thing I would not have thought of, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I get it, but oh, Amber alert, that's funny timing. Oh no, this All is right. the, um, the emergency response thing they're doing at two o'clock. Oh man. Well, that was or loud. 20, okay. I think it was. Yeah. That's funny. Um, anyways, where was I? Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So TikTok, I mean, that's, that's a channel that I wouldn't think about at all in this space but when you mention that it's educational that makes sense and the amazon is not something that would immediately come to mind but I, I i like the idea that you guys are are taking what's ultimately such like an age-old concept an age-old product like it's it's been necessary since forever and, and yeah. adapting it to the modern marketing ecosystem so sorry i, I might have cut you off or the amber alerted but um anything else about amazon or tiktok or how that plays in would be great yeah, uh, so Amazon, it's it would have been an untapped marketplace for us maybe 20 years ago. We grew with Amazon, so we understood that there are people who need tweezers. There are dentists that need things, you know, a replacement item on the fly. They're going to sterilize it themselves. They just need yep. something that, that really uh, 
fits their need in that moment and Amazon and their supply chain and being able to say that you get it next day if you're prime. You know, uh, we have a number of distribution tools. hubs. That, yeah. That so okay. So let's say you're selling wholesale, you're selling in bulk to a particular medical practice, whatever it is. Right. They need a new one. They can then go to Amazon for a product they've already used before and get it next day. Or if they've heard of you guys, even if they use a different brand or whatever it is, the fact that they're familiar with it, they can get one or they can get a pack or whatever they need to buy the next day. Interesting. So it's the deliverability component. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Like I said, you know, we are, we're a commodity, you know, shop, but it's all supply chain once you get past that. And Amazon right. supply chain is second to none. We got distribution yep. hubs here on the island, uh, Riverhead. We got one maybe a mile from my house now in Holbrook, and they're on the road every day. You know, yep. I, I'm I'm going into you know to traffic, weaving through them, uh, seeing them pick up. You know, at our yeah. at our loading base here, and this is our global headquarters. So when we talk about where we're shipping, we're shipping to Canada, we're shipping to the UK, we're shipping. You know, back you know, to Asia. Uh, we are working with colleges. We're working with technical schools. We're working with yep. clinics. We're working with uh, nonprofits that are international. So when a nonprofit is reaching out about Ukraine and says, hey, we need tourniquets, we need, you know, battlefield sewing kits uh, to make sure that, you know, our guys stay together. We're there to, to meet their need on the B2B side. But for the customers that are looking for the onesie twosies. Maybe they had an instrument that broke. Maybe it was misplaced. Maybe it was, you know, a student yep. took it home and they don't need to buy that full set again. So that's where we where we meet the customer. So everyone goes to Amazon right now looking for things, but that new generation, those Zoomers and Alphas that are coming up, they're not going to grow up with Amazon. They're going to say, that's what mom ordered on. And yep. right now we're investing in the TikToks, in the YouTubes, in the partnerships so that that education rolls down to the next generation. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, that makes a ton of sense. I think the educational component, the supply chain component, the, the ease of fulfillment from Amazon, I mean, it all makes a ton of sense. So would you say, I mean, because it sounds like it's, it's a convenience thing and it's a practicality thing, right? So as a business, um, and you feel free always to correct me if I'm wrong, but I guess sure. as a business, my thought is figuring out Amazon, getting listed on Amazon, making sure that you can distribute through Amazon. And then the mm -hmm. next step is marketing. But it almost sounds like for you guys, you don't really have to do marketing on Amazon. Like in terms of the way that your product detail pages are set up running PPC ads, like are you ultimately competing in a space where people are just looking up the type of equipment and then therefore you're competing with other people within your space? on key terms and you have to make sure you have more reviews, you have to make sure your product detail pages are optimized, or is it ultimately that these are largely repurchases so people are looking for you guys specifically anyways, so marketing is on top of mind? No, I think it's the former. Um, I don't think we have the name recognition in the marketplace, but we are in their purchase history. You know, we are the last shop that they, right. that they went to. We do have, you know, sponsored items for our top sellers and it's super competitive. So we make one of our top sellers are trauma shears. So EMTs, medics, you know, those kind of shears are essentially disposable. So you get blood yeah. on them. You're not, you're not going to pay a guy to sterilize them. You're going to chuck right. them. You know, you cut through a couple of pairs of jeans and they're gone. We yeah. sell them by the hundred packs. 
you know got so it. when when someone's looking to to supply their ambulance company we got partners on the west coast i'm working with right now that are evaluating our trauma kits our surgical kits and they're saying yep. you know I would, I would change maybe this item or maybe include two of these and one of those uh, so we're learning from the professional in the marketplace and bringing it back you know we got can it. we can create these items and put it out there and still do really well on amazon but when it comes to kit creation and creating a unique offering with everything that we have that that's really the key you know it's like i used yeah. to work in a restaurant and when you work in a restaurant you could have maybe 15 ingredients in the freezer and those ingredients are featured in different ways through a number of different plates and that's what we got to do so we can offer you know a set of trauma shears we can include that with the tourniquet we can include that in a medical bag and you wouldn't necessarily think that the same product could be used in so many different applications arson crash yeah. even someone someone cutting through yeah. denim so we offer yeah. a lot of those products and again it's all just reshaped seal it's the same source yeah so interesting so since these products ultimately i mean you you manufacture them yep. i guess for one particular purpose for the most mm -hmm. part but because there are so many other practical uses it it allows you to dip into several different markets ultimately with the same product right and does that change the way that you guys ultimately market that product when it comes to a marketplace like amazon sure. like you'll focus on the multi-use capabilities of this or do you want to be really straightforward so that people within that industry that you're ultimately targeting know that this is built for them or do you do you broaden it when it relates to a marketplace like amazon that is so so diluted and ultimately there's so much competition within the same space like do you do you go with the really broad route to improve sales or do you really go hyper niche so that people will go to you because they know it serves their specific need i think addressing the niches through different marketplace or different storefronts on amazon is really where we've been able to get through that makes sense. so zulco international is a manufacturer surgical online is one of our storefronts and that's where a bulk of those items are going to be found specifically in the surgical niche we also have uh extreme craft uh, and that's on amazon as well and they sell the same items but they're addressing a different need with the descriptions uh in the titles and the, and the photography and yeah that makes sense yeah because like that's that's another thing you mentioned the photography and it's like depending on the needs somebody has they're going to want to see different pictures they're going to want to see different yeah. titles and descriptions but ultimately it is the same product it's just it's marketed differently to the different audiences because that's what these people need to see on amazon to be competitive within a more specific niche that's that's really interesting right i mean a lot some people may be able to use a certain kind of magic to create a language that everyone can understand but in reality for for most folks like myself it's being able to meet them where they are and to speak their language and for our company that is totally. literally foreign born our company was created in pakistan it came over here in the early 2000s uh, and we've been able to expand by speaking the language of the markets that we serve. So yep. whether it be trauma medics, search and rescue, uh, CPR trainers, uh, yep. schools. Uh, yeah, those, those are all the, the markets that we to need to learn about, to speak that. Totally. And there is something to be said about uh, when you're on your D2C site and if somebody's already on your site, they're only looking at you. It's easier to be able to be like, look at this multi-use tool and here's the 20 things you can use for it. Yeah. But within the Amazon ecosystem where you have competitors in each of these specific use cases, you need to be able to market to these people individually because in somebody's head, if they're looking to cut denim for arts and crafts and they see one that has, this thing does 20 things and that's one of them. And then they see another one 
that's really dedicated and tailored to their specific use case, they're going to go with the one that's more dedicated 10 out of 10 times. So that's, that's a really unique thing to think about. Cool. Well, we are almost about out of time here. Robert, if, what is the best way if anybody wants to get into contact you, do you have a preferred method or, or how can people find you? Yeah, um, we are an older school company when it comes to that. So check out our website. Give me a call. Email address is Robert at Zulco International. Check out our sister site, asatechmed.com. Um, and check out our LinkedIn page. We're doing, uh, we're creating content with search and rescue outfits with local trainers. I myself am working toward becoming a stop the bleeding trainer. Uh, so Sorry. when you talk about you when you talk about school shootings, when you talk about uh, mass casualties, you know, having a civilian like myself with a tourniquet that knows how to use it uh, seems to be coming increasingly val- valuable, unfortunately. Uh, but that's the gospel we're preaching. Uh, you know, we get to sell oh, some yeah. products while we do it, um, and we get to feel good about it. So that's really where you know my attraction to the company was, and the growth of the company, and what's been able to attract other partners and kind of build this coalition and network of uh, civilian uh, healers is, is what I like to call awesome. them. Civilian healers. That's good. I, yeah. I like that you utilized your, your wife's blueprint and used what you're good at to ultimately go and make a difference. So I think that's awesome. It's been a pleasure having you. We'll talk soon. Thanks a lot, Sam. Appreciate it.